Hey, Zane. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's it's not so good, man. Oh, no, what's wrong? Oh, you know, I, I don't want to complain or anything, but, uh, you know, I've been kind of down in the dumps lately. What happened? Oh, you know, the, the book that I'm writing isn't isn't really progressing the way I want it to, and, uh, uh, and my, and, you know, my boss actually just fired me, and, uh, uh, Katrina left me, uh, and I'm not homeless, because the landlord kicked me out. Wow, that all really sucks. I, you know what I bet would cheer you up? Mm -hmm. A clip from Amazing Cartoon. I guess, I guess I'll have to train you to fight the Glorft. The Glorft? Is that some sort of rebellion? Uh, yes, yes, it's it's a rebellion against our proud people. We have to pick up Sir Jameson. He's not the most reliable sort, but a better man you'll never see this side the Isle of Jersey. Wow, how about that show, huh? That original programming completely did away with all my woes and cares. Direct from Main Street, it's Disney's House of Mouse. That knocking at the House of Mouse. We're all knocking at the House of Mouse. Come on in, we're gonna shake the house. We're all rocking at the House of Mouse. We're having a ball in Rock of the Hall. So come on in to the House of Mouse. That's, that's Would you our like promise. my money? Would you like to take all of my money now? Sure. <laughs> Does this legitimize you as a podcaster? <laughs> I am the most legitimate. All all kneel before me. All, all, all kneel before his supreme mouse. You're not even wrong. It's so lazy. <laughs> I mean, the entire show is just a circle jerk to Mickey Mouse. Yes. So, like... Is, there's no use pretending even it's it's a mouse this is his house everyone loves to we're, be we're there we're just guests all the time we are all guests in disney's house of mouse yeah they're not putting it on for us they're putting it on for themselves <laughs> they control everything now it's, pre- it's pretty much yeah it's their show for themselves it's like if somebody showed up to the annual cartoni awards and assumed that they were the audience Ben, the Cartonia Awards are not real. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> if they're not real, why do I have why do I have all these flyers? Hmm? Why? Where did this swag come from? Yeah, this bag of swag. This swag bag. Yeah, I got my, got my um, first annual swag bag. Ready to go, <laughs> rocking out loose. Swag bag. It's a grab bag of fun. <laughs> God. That's the tagline. Oh That's on God. all the posters. Zane, how are you feeling today? Uh, you feeling you loose, know, we're all limber. <laughs> ben, I'm rocking at the house you, of mouse. Are your are your legs uh, feeling pretty? You know, are they tight at all, or are you kind of ready to to move about? Because you are about to carry me through the length of this entire <laughs> episode. Ben, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all pretty much on the edge for this. Zane, what are we doing? So. Uh... <laughs> Well, we're the Carton cast. Oh my god, Zane, we, we gotta foster some enthusiasm here. <laughs> this is... I was originally excited, and then I went back and watched it. I'm like, this is... <laughs> we can do this. This no, is no, no. bland. Up, 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 up. Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't ruin its mystique. No, no. Let's not lose our decorum over this. Yeah. 
Zane, if you're shitting on House of Mouse, you're shitting on Mickey Mouse. This is the most traumatizing thing to happen to this <laughs> podcast. In... Yeah, this this was worse than the great uh, the the great Ben forgot to pay his bill fire of 2016. <laughs> And the even worse, hey, Ben, we're watching Sheep in the Big City fire. (laughs) Pretty much every year, year, I guess. It's a year-round event. Never forget. Everyone is welcome to join. Yep. (laughs) If you get there, we'll be singing speeches to each other while ignoring all of you. It's for us. you. It's it's not just for us anymore. No, it's a worldwide problem. It started out, we just wanted to make a little thing, but no, now it's a a worldwide empire. Yeah. What are uh, Tony Al- Anselmo, his voice has been completely deteriorated. Who? He's been doing it for too long. Uh, the voice for Donald Duck. Oh, gosh. I imagine he's just... Is there a permanent laryngitis? I assume just, that it was a, a rotating, like, like sweatshop. Because, like, I know it's an acute condition, but is there a, like, long-term version of that? Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm blow out to, terminal. Blow out voice box? There we go. Terminal. <laughs> no, hang on. Chronic. Chronic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, six of six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's called the black lung. It's called the duck lung. What? <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Carton Cast. So my name rough. is Ben, and my name is Zane. <laughs> and you're listening to the laziest episode we've been able to muster for quite some time. <laughs> the Carton Cast is brought to you by Disney brand eggs. Disney eggs. They're they magic. have faces on them. They're magic kingdomly delicious. Try not to feel bad eating them. They'll only scream forever. They're bland. They're clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are uncontroversial. This, this show has a lot to do with Disney brand eggs. Let me step back. This show is very similar to eggs. Because... I think you need to step back one more time. Okay. This show is eggs. <laughs> because yeah. you open up a carton of eggs and you're like delicious omelets eggs over easy whatever i'm ready to to taste delicious eggs but when you put literally zero effort into eggs they're just eggs and they Mm. will give you salmonella more than that if you wait 30 years and then try to cook the eggs (laughs) (laughs) and assume they're going to be as good as before and dress them up like they're good it's it's like that scene from uh 28 days later where they make eggs (laughs) that is the deepest cut i think i've ever made no, it's a popular movie. I've just never seen it. Yeah, there's a mo- part in it where Christopher Eccleston uh, has them serve, ha- has the main cook guy try to serve everyone eggs that he found, but because the eggs have been out for apparently no longer than 28 days, they're completely <laughs> rotten. <laughs> Eggleston. There you go. <laughs> Gorsh. Zane, <laughs> why are we watching Goof Troop? <laughs> What did we you made do? It, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> what did you do this time? We had been looking at so many older things. I'm like, oh yeah, post yeah, 2000. Old this stuff, is, old stuff. <laughs> this is good. No, but remember, we, we watched Popeye and then we tried to watch some episodes from the 50s version of Popeye and we're like, ugh. <laughs> somebody lost Gorse, somebody lost the heart of the music. Yeah. So today we're watching House of Mouse. Disney's House of Mouse. Disney's branding. House of Mouse, to, to differentiate it from, you know, the other House of Mouse chains <laughs> popping up throughout the country. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a damn shame they're pushing everyone out of their mom and pop stores. The Norb store is on its last <laughs> the legs. The Norb store is essentially a spiderweb repository at this point. <laughs> Come get your spiderwebs. <laughs> Open all day, guys. 
Um, so Disney's House of Mouse ran from uh, 2001 to 2003 on ABC and Toon Disney. Uh, it was, of course, produced by Disney. Yeah. Uh, and distributed by Buena Vista Television. Can I? Hang on. Hmm. Let's say one sec. <laughs> Everybody? <laughs> I'm not trying very hard right now. <laughs> we are both in the midst of weeks-long nonstop Pre-tired? work. Pre-tired? And uh, that means that I could not watch very many episodes of this. Didn't want to put it which off. Which is convenient because I was physically unable to watch very many episodes of we this. We have discipline. There was about two episodes I watched. Like and I violently Dallas. vomited halfway through each one. Wait, really? No. <laughs> okay. That would have... I feel like I, that would have made it I feel it like okay. we're starting out on a very unfair foot. Do we continue the joke for the entire length there of is, the broadcast or do we pull it back and then come back to the joke there is thing? a rule in auditions that you should never apologize for what you're about to do oh what about for something you've already done i i get, like what did you do shit on the floor like <laughs> how, <laughs> how bad was it <laughs> how bad was it it was 30 year old eggs bad zane that's pretty bad salmonella-tastic Okay. You you gotta you gotta. Is this where I should be continuing to carry you right now? Yeah, because <laughs> you're just, doing just fine. I mean, just drag me. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize this at the time. My attempts to do something more modern have once again brought me shame and disgrace. <laughs> and it's not like Disney not doing good things in the modern time. Like their movies are incredible. I just saw Moana. Like things are yeah, good. Was, I heard I heard good things about that as well. Once they and started stealing things from Pixar, like, like it's I uphill. I don't dislike Mickey Mouse. You know? I do. Not, not inherently. I inherently dislike Mickey Mouse. I, I like Donald Duck. I'm not big on him either. I just want Goofy. Okay, what about Goofy? Goofy Can you meet me halfway on Goofy? A national treasure. Yeah, exactly. Is he a cow or a dog? He's both. Super he's bona fide. <laughs> he's, he's his own thing, man. He's got credibility. Yeah, uh, he's got gravitas. Zane, I really wish we were watching Goof Troop, but we are not, so we got to talk about House of Mouse. Was that actually a show, or was it just a video game? It was a show. There was Goof Troop. Oh, I don't yeah. remember it being good, but I do remember that Goofy was in it. We're and grading on a curve most, at this point. I mean, that's most. So yeah, like let's talk about these Disney shows in general. Goofy what is a modern with? Bullwinkle. What have we dealt with with Disney? You know, because we had some Disney shows like Pepper Ant, you know? Right. And so they're not incapable of making good modern shows. Was it so, Disney's Gargoyles as well? Was it? You might be right. All right. On mic research. Get ready for it, everyone. Oh, man. Disambiguation. God, I hate doing this. <laughs> Come on, Google. You know what I want. All right, Gargoyles. This is directed by, made by, oh, come on. Disney, yeah, we're good. Yeah, so it, it was that, that was Disney, um, was, oh, man. I wish I remember what else we did that was Disney. I'm sure it was plenty of them. Yeah. So, so it's, it's not that new Disney stuff is bad. And in fact, some old Disney stuff, although I didn't like it very much, uh. There's quality there. There's a lot of quality there. There's, uh, there's DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is by no means a great show, but it was, you know, it, it was, was competent. More than that, it People was it was revolutionary. It yeah, and uh, 
and Darkwing Duck. Like that's an amazing show. So like, I think the difference the difference here is that they weren't taking any risks. Um, no, this was this was a cash out. I mean, kind of pure and simple, right? So House of Mouse is uh, Zane. You you described to me the nature of the show shortly before we started recording, which I did not realize. So why don't you tell everyone what it is? So the show is a framing device, and it's used to show Disney cartoons from immediately prior. They had a um, Mickey Mouse Works. That was the name of, of the old show, and it ran for a couple of years, and they're like, it's not doing as well. Doesn't we that seem like it? Doesn't that sound like it's from Milton Bradley? Yeah, it sounds like, a, like an old board game. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they ran it that from 1999 to 2000 and it wasn't doing so well so they're like let's rebrand we're gonna have it these are cartoons that they will play in mickey mouse's fun time playboy mansion <laughs> no and no come on Zane. let's let's be real it's it's a it's a it's a nightclub it's a it's restaurant a nightclub, nightclub yeah. in the manner of like frank sinatra yeah, and they also sometimes show original Disney shorts, and and there's a lot of similarities. Like the the concepts are still there. I just don't think that they have aged necessarily well, and they didn't add a lot to make the execution better. Well, the interesting thing is that in redoing these cartoons, they also update the animation behind them, right? Yes. Whether yes. it was for this show, this rebranding specifically, or Disney or Mickey's. Mouseworks. Fun, fun dungeon, whatever the hell you called it. Um, what it, it whether it was for one of those two things, they redid the animation of these things to make it seem more fluid. And well, the stories were new. The cartoons were new for oh, Mouseworks. They were, they were for, okay for Mouseworks. They're new. It's just for House of Mouse. They're rebranded. Right. So the major the major point in House of Mouse is this framing device where all So it's legitimately Disney... this cereal isn't good enough on its own. Let's put some <laughs> shitty marshmallows around it. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and the shitty marshmallows are a bunch of Disney characters class from like all different eras. So we have like Jafar and um you know Ursula from like yeah. the mo- more mo- modern from that time movie. You've got Aladdin. You've got the Dalmatians. You got but the, you also the have tramp. the way back. You have uh, you know you have Snow White. You have Robin Hood. You've got there's Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's if you enjoy walking around Disney Playhouse, then this is a good time um, for approximately a third to a half of the show. Yeah, the the framing device is all about problems are happening at Mickey's restaurant slash nightclub where he shows these things to all of the disney clientele and i actually liked the framing device a fair bit you know it's like super smash bros for disney before kingdom hearts did that i'll go with i disliked it less but that's as far as i can give you that's as much rope as i'm willing to hang with myself with zane at no point did i want to watch more but it it went down much smoother with the framing Uh, yeah i'll i'll agree to that so in a way it's kind of like kablam which is yeah, it had, in that it's a loose framing device around showing all these shorts. The yeah, difference we, we is, looked at it with Kablam. We also looked at it with Tiny Toon Adventures. Yes, um, I was going to bring that up as well. Which, you know, it's instructive in that I always thought Looney Tunes outshone the Disney ones. And I think that's true in the modern incarnations as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is that is 100% true. And, and we'll get into a little bit about why we think that is. Yeah, but first of all, I, can I ask why you chose the show? Um, no judgment. I'm, I'm legitimately curious. You know, I've wanted to do another clip show for a while. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I remember watching this actually a f- like a fair bit. Like it was right when I got home. That from theme school. song, man. That theme song rings in my head. It's pretty catchy. Yeah, it's okay. Like I mean, I like and, blues. I like forties blues. Okay, I like, and like you. Suits. I didn't it's fine. Like you, I didn't know that these were recycled clips. I thought like, oh, you know, they're they're putting a spotlight on the least interesting characters, but. Well, the ones that are necessarily devoid of personality by virtue of their vintage. But you know, with Tiny you... Toon Adventures, we got Buster Bunny. Who knows what the hell he's up to? We're not looking at Bugs Bunny, you know. But you know, what do you what do you do when you come home from school and watch something? It's going to be something that you can half pay attention to while you're, you know, finishing up homework or getting a snack or playing on the computer. Maybe. And this goes down a lot easier if you don't give it your full attention. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I don't. There's, there's not a lot there. They just hit you again and again. I mean, what you're like, what, like you were saying, there's nothing new or daring about the show. So it's not as though they're trying to get people hooked. Right. They're just trying to have something that is passable. And I guess in a way they do that, but there is, they're they're not creating any interest, you know, by sticking all these characters. It it's it's legitimately. Like just walking around in Disney's Playhouse for about thirty minutes, and then walking out and being like, "Well, never going in there again." And there's fun ways to do that. Like people love Kingdom Hearts. In large I was going to mention Kingdom Hearts because I appreciate the concept of that show uh, of that work so much more than this because it gives you that extra little twist. Like, what if Donald Duck? had to like fight bad dudes had black new magic. magic new black magic like <laughs> that's not an interesting twist on his character because he doesn't really have character but it's funny to watch the way he was in the cartoons i remember juxtaposed to this thing that is so not him yeah like it's the, just it's weirdly whimsical the and this is the weirdly fantasy safe. genre well i think kingdom hearts comes more out of the fact that people in japan love disney Oh, do they? Um, on the whole, like, we get anime through Toonami. Mm. They they get Disney, and they're like, we want that all the time. I, I, I can't think of any, like, examples of it. Of what? Uh, of them liking Disney. Uh, I mean, I they, remember they... reading a few articles around the time Kingdom Hearts started hitting it big. And, it wouldn't and surprise like, me. Well, people were like, this seemed like it came out of nowhere, but then, you know, you read about it, and it's like, no, there there's some clear trends here. It's interesting to watch the, uh, and it's something I haven't done before, is kind of investigate the um, the cultural presentation of animation from this vintage, both uh, like alongside what Jap- Japan was doing. So uh-huh. um, it, it makes sense to me that they would be into, you know, Disney as much as they were. If you go back a, wh- a while, you do have some really compelling iconography in in a japanese culture you know that you've got hello kitty running 50 generations back as far as i can tell <laughs> i saw a hello kitty ice cream bar recently yeah i wanted to get it in what manner was it hello kitty it it had Did that it on look... the label okay it didn't look like a cat or taste like a cat it was lemon and strawberry it kind of tastes like a cat this is a stupid diversion <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, also, Man, I wish they I wish they could have done that. Like halfway through each just like show, call it out. It should be like, no. We're guys, tired of your shit, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, I know you want to do this, but Goofy says time out. A couple of times they kick Mickey out of his MC role. I know, yeah. It's great. Um Oh, but yeah, like the the 
cross-cultural stuff like Astro Boy and the, the yeah. art style of that was based on Scrooge McDuck. Sure, sure. Yeah, that, so, that makes perfect sense. So there was cross-chatter from the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's weird because this framing device shows that there was a lot of popularity for these icons, these champions of our older generation. Sure. That aren't well appreciated right now and it really makes it feel like okay this feels like the episode of hey arnold where dino spumoni comes back and arnold's (laughs) like oh my god dino spumoni so good let's get him for the dance (laughs) and dino spumoni waltzes in and does shitty music because he thinks that no one likes him anymore Mm -hmm. and arnold comes up and he's like man just be the way he used to be it'll be okay and then he does the old music and everyone's having a good time again it feels like all these cartoon icons are just, they're past caring about producing, and they're just willing to ride their coattails into the distance. It's, this is perhaps the most egregious milking of nostalgia that we've seen in our podcast. If, if not the most egregious, at least the most blatant. Yeah. Like, come on, House of Mouse. You're here to watch Mickey Mouse cartoons, and if you're not into that, you're not here, so don't worry about it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what you're showing up for. I'll give it that. Like, it knows, it's very clear about what it's going to deliver. It's just, it's just not a format that works. (laughs) Um, No, it's like, it's the Disney equivalent of Mel Gibson renting out a theater and just rewatching Braveheart ad nauseum. I assume that's what he does. (laughs) What, like in real time? Like, yeah, constantly. Wasn't that a Twilight Zone episode? (laughs) I believe it was a House of Mouse interlude. <laughs> oh, that's right. It got all Inception-y. Woo-hoo. And for this one, we're starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> a Mel Gibson cartoon, that stupid little South Park clip art of his face shows up at the center of the screen. That'll never take our freedom. He's just crying a single tear. <laughs> Wasn't that great, folks? And everyone gives a polite clap, but no laughter. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I guess we kind of have everything set up for the actual plot of House of Mouse. Sure. I mean, the actual framing device, we generally have some villain who's trying to put Mickey out of business. <laughs> God. Frequently, it's Pete who I can, owns the club. Like, he's I can renting out the space. barely get through this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but sometimes it's just about the characters that no one cares about having problems that no one cares about. Yeah, anytime they focus on the people running the show which is that core group that also is in the in the clips it's not as interesting i like just seeing you know random characters from disney history interact with each other that one's a little bit better they make trivia jokes like if you're familiar with the continuity if you're familiar with the franchise yeah um then you're gonna have a better time no one can be seated like gaston yeah exactly something like that that's fine like okay I won't laugh, but I will pay attention. And <laughs> I and, acknowledge that you put two things together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a cohesive up what you're manner. Fr- yeah, I'll pick up that nickel off the street. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, Still there's good. another one. There's, a, but I'm not picking up pennies. No. <laughs> and that's what the main cast is. So uh, should we should we talk about them? Yeah, shiny nickels in a sea of pennies. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So the main cast, I guess, is kind of the heavy hitters, the ones that we show up to watch. So of course they're on center stage. And they're running the show, and their their roles sort of suit they're running their it. They're running the show right into the ground is what they're doing. <laughs> they must be making money, right? 
So I guess the main characters are Mickey, Goofy, and Donald, or as I like to call them, the Kingdom Hearts Divine Trinity. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Was Mickey even in that? I didn't see him. Am I making that up? I believe that from what I've seen of other people playing it, you're some anime pretty boy yeah. running around with a keyblade, and then Donald's your caster and Goofy's holding a shield. So great. Like, uh, that's kind of like, all, right? all I need from Goofy and Donald these days. Let's take the worst part of this trio out and replace it with, like... Cloud. Yeah. Let's put Cloud in there. It's good. <laughs> it sinks right up. Make him look a little stupider and like he belongs in a boy band. Oh, man. Do you, did you notice the boy band in this? Oh, yeah. The, the what was it? The Duck Street Boys? The Quack Street Boys. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Huey, Huey Lewis in the news just dancing it up in front of everybody yeah and then they do it again 10 minutes later just in case we missed it the first time Ben, you only watched a couple episodes they show up like half they keep doing it yeah son of the bitches (laughs) it's not a one-off joke scrooge can't can't keep you away from the world forever boys dance your little hearts out you'll notice that scrooge doesn't show up here because it's not worth his time he does he takes over one time what he's like you're costing me money and he's like you know we could we could make more money if we got rid of all these cartoons and the lights and the seating yes. and all that. Yes, 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 yes. I'm with you, Scrooge. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Let's burn this place to the ground. <laughs> we we got to Im- we got to import some some workers from out of state. We got to get uh we got to get Popeye in here. <laughs> yes. It's so good. It's like those uh He's going to be uh, the MC just sputtering the whole time talking to himself. It's like those cartoon network bumpers which like uh, a one and a half minute clip of characters interacting like that works so much better oh yeah like uh fred and Chicken. dexter trying to like find parking or something like yeah, that yeah yeah or uh yeah yeah fred chicken and whoever else some some big guy there's a space reserved for papa smurf wise papa smurf Corrupted by his own power. Can no leader go undated? Anyway. We're, we're trying way too hard to remember something stupid. Well, we'll put it in the put it in the show notes. I don't know, man. Like I so that's a that's not a bad point of reference here, right? Because yeah. you had those Cartoon Network bumpers and we're like, oh, characters I know interacting with each other, they're in the same continuity. None of it's those consistent. continuities need to make any sense to begin with. So having them all mash up is great. And best of all, it is one and a half minutes. So Yeah, I guess what we're saying is like (laughs) there's many ways to do this sort of thing right. It can be done. And this just, this is not one of the ways. No, it's just trying to, it's just, it's just kind of, you're trying to squeeze too much juice out of that grape. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just, a, it's a raisin, man. Just leave it. We'll just eat it. That's it. There's no you more know, juice. There's no more juice to be had. You're aware that that's a real metaphor, right? <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Like, raisins dried up in the sun like a dream. Isn't that like a that, play? That's a famous poem. Oh, is it? Raisin in the Sun? I know yeah. it's a White Stripes song. Walt Whitman. No, 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 no. Not, not Raisin in the Sun. It's like Turkey in the Sun. Turkey in the Straw. That was it. <laughs> i don't know how to correct you <laughs> there's too much wrong with it um let's let's talk about these yeah, people what else do we got uh so did you have anything to say about any of them um 
Well, I, I mentioned Cheerful, that the roles Dobie, angry, match, next. <laughs> match their personality. So Mickey is the MC. You know, he's the face of the business. Um, and he's he's shrewd, but in a bland sort of way, like like Bugs Bunny light. Uh, he's not even close. Like very like zero. You're being very generous to Mickey. <laughs> You're being too good to Mickey again. <laughs> <laughs> I just there's nothing to him. You know, it, it it's a curse of being one of the first of his ilk. You know, uh, having his start back in the days where he couldn't talk. I saw him. He, come he never up with, really got beyond that. I saw He's him just come cheerful up with plans. protagonist. I saw him come up with plans occasionally, and he seemed like, oh, I know a secret. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm going to fix this. Everyone's going to love me. I'm currently watching Iron Fist. I don't know if you ever got there. Uh, I've heard about it. Uh, I like the comics a lot, and I'm enjoying it based on that alone. But the protagonist is woefully naive. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we get the he's protagonist. The scene is set up such that these guys are the evil ones and he's the good one. But he's, like, tipping his hand to everyone the second he walks on stage. There's no tact at all. He's just cheerful good guy. (laughs) And that's sort of what I'm getting from Mickey. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I like the idea of him as like a club owner. It kind of, it kind of put, puts a little bit of Rocky Balboa, <laughs> you know, gravy in there. But uh, <laughs> but it it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, like he's the face of Disney. He's the face of the show. That's fine. Like he he is sufficient. Right. You know, this is this is some real this is some real bread and water right here. Yeah, he's the main course, so it 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 is fine to have him be the bland one um donald duck we've seen before yes we have and i still kind of like him like the voice is grating but i do like that he is designed to be the embodiment of like anger yeah and it's nice because he's the greeter like an ulcer people at the door yeah exactly (laughs) it's a nice subversion because he's so horrible to listen to it's like that scene in firefly where like they ask what jane's job is and it's like public relations yeah um but Donald is as he has always been just just unpleasant. Uh this is where I try to do a Donald Duck impression, but I don't want to put my throat through that. I can't do it. So I'm just gonna do Mickey. <laughs> and Goofy. Gorge. Heavens to Betsy. Oh, slipped in Ed there. Oh man. You sounded like you sounded like Edwin. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Um did you ever see that uh was it a commercial or just like a sketch or something where for subaru mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where uh a husband and wife are, are like lying in bed together and the wife is like yeah i feel like you don't care anymore he's like why do you why do you say that and she's like you never do you the never voice talk to me anymore <laughs> what do you mean i never talk to you I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you right now no i mean like you used to what do you mean? You know. I love you. <laughs> I love you very, very much. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I love you very much. Or whatever that, it is. Oh, man. It's terrible. <laughs> Hello, my next nightmare. How are you doing? I think I'll distort that one. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, then we got Goofy. He's the waiter. It's fine. Yeah, I I always like seeing Goofy. Like this is one kind of the one shining oasis in the desert that is this show. Yeah, because uh, you know Mickey is the leader. 
Donald Duck, like, bad things happen to him, and Goofy is the dumb guy. And dumb guy is, like, a consistent humor point that hits you at the right level that the show is aiming for. It's funny, you. It, it's interesting that you mention that, because, like, there are shows that do dumb guy terribly. Yeah. And there are shows that do dumb guy well. And I'm trying to think of what the distinction is. I think it is carried through, like, the force of the personality. Like, let's let's list some dumb guys. We got Johnny Bravo. We got sure. Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie. We've got a variety of cartoon dads. Uh, cartoon dads is its own special subspecies. <laughs> I think you'll agree. Yeah. I think you'll find. If, if you just open up the subheading. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm um, trying to think of bad ones, though. Those are all pretty good ones. And it's because yeah. they're distinct. Like, they're dumb, but they're also something else. Oh, um, Madison from uh, Class of 3000. Who the... Wasn't that... Wasn't she was just the... the she was the blonde girl. She was just the country girl. No, she was also very stupid. What about uh, what about IRL Baboon? That didn't work oh, at yeah. all. Like, why doesn't he work? Why doesn't he work? And it's because dumb is the only thing about him. But, like, with Goofy, there's, like, a Dumb and a little bit of, like, this. vulgar mixed in. Yeah. Like, Goofy is proper. Right, like a Ren and Stimpy kind of thing. Oh, Ren and Stimpy I can't do. Yeah, me neither. I mean, that's largely an issue of animation. <laughs> it's so gross. Like, what if Invader Zim was left out in the sun for a few days? just bleached yeah exactly but uh Um, i i like goofy as like resident dumb guy bag of jokes and and there's a confidence there as well yeah it's it's stupid cheerful confident it's like that's the the trifecta yeah the trifecta creates something that's kind of kind of non-stop you kind of can't i like i like that he's the waiter waiter is a very like physical comedy oriented profession yeah, and you also have to remember a lot of stuff, and you know he's not going to do that. Yeah, uh, like more so than other jobs. I don't mean like a big part of being a waiter is acting goofy. Yeah, <laughs> it is not in your job description to be able to slip on banana peels in a comedic fashion. Yeah, that goes under like the not required skills, but you know, encouraged, encouraged. Like skills, you learn exactly. that on the job, and if you don't have it by the second month, you're in for a review. <laughs> Zane, what would you? What would your job be at the House of Mouse? Oh boy, uh, I got to imagine I'm like in some underground panel, just switching like plugs from one outlet to another. I uh, like a, like a like a Men in Black Two style like job where you're like, 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 behind, like sw- uh, the alien behind the scenes. Yeah, like a switchboard, but none of the buttons do anything. Sure. Or I don't know, maybe like a gargoyle. You could be, yeah, you'd be like in a House of Mouse universe. A regular person would be pretty monstrous, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I like how Max is the valet. Yeah, that is actually like he's you know got to teach the boys some responsibility. So, so everything in the framing device is passable, yes. and everything in the cartoons is unacceptable. <laughs> yes. Can we? Can we? Let's go into that. Sure. So wa- watching these guys articulate in this setting, it made me kind of feel really awkward, like I was doing them a favor by watching them. Oh, like, hey, ch- ch- check it out. My friends and I made a video. Yeah, kind of. It or, really was, because... Or, or, like, trying to watch, uh, like, what if somebody that I really liked... Like, what if Jack Black started doing, like, one-man shows? <laughs> the you know? same one-man shows. It, like, I would watch it, and I might enjoy parts of it, but I would still feel like, you kind of don't belong here, and you doing a thing that is different from what you normally do while i encourage that generally from a creative standpoint it doesn't make a lot of sense here or like if you did like slam poetry let's say Mm -hmm. 
Like, I'd still kind of be into it. I'd still support that. But I would feel a little awkward in that I'm letting the legacy drive my enjoyment of it. I would be the slam poet at the House of Mouse. That... And, if, and if I rhymed any two words, they would break out in applause. <laughs> yeah, but very polite applause with no laughter. <laughs> and, and very little, like, character movement. Yeah. But, but the actual cartoons themselves... Um, yeah. The way I think I can best describe why they don't work is comparing them to Looney Tunes. So, in Looney Tunes, you know, you get a lot of the same joke, right? Like... Roadrunner Coyote, always the same thing. What works there is that they set up a joke and then they subvert it, right? They defy your expectations. Sure, yeah. Like this, he 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 cuts the board and the Roadrunner uh, is standing on the edge of the cliff and he cuts the cliff and he's the one who drops off. Yeah, the cliff falls Perfect. off. Like no, doesn't really make any sense. Or or like running through the, like painting an entrance onto the side of a cliff and then yeah, he classic. can't run through it. Perfect. And it works because well, it subverts you your expectations. Here, they they have a joke, you have the expectation, and then they just keep telling the same joke. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Escalation. And, and okay, they you're height. Continuing escalating. They heighten and the and and, the, and they go and the jokes go on way too long. G- give me an example, because I know what you're talking about, but I think we need to set the stage. Um, Goofy is trying to get stronger, and he's working out. Mm-hmm. And when he works out, he hurts himself. Right. Iterate that. Yeah. So he's he's on the he's on the barbells, he's he's working that. They they fall and hit his toes. Ouch. Okay, now he's jump roping. He gets tangled up in the jump rope. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't work. There's uh, nothing to go to. There there is something to go to, but I doubt they did it. I didn't see this one, so I imagine they didn't do this. What they could have done was Goofy washes his hands of the whole working out thing and he's just like, I'm just going to focus on other activities i'm going to better my mind and then he starts like reading a novel and then a barbell falls on him (laughs) yeah you see you get it (laughs) you you describing it is better (laughs) like you get you get what's going on but you're right there isn't any subversion and even if there was i don't care about any of these people (laughs) like uh, and and that's the thing the fact that they are generic characters that are like they survived not by being good, but by being like uncontroversial. Yeah, yeah. They they were the only game in town. So and know. when you're taking that and just heightening it, it doesn't it doesn't hold your attention. So there 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 are a couple of cartoons that do work that did hold my attention and were good. Okay, but they but they broke from this. So one of them was uh, whenever Ludwig von Drake showed up. Can you remind me what who he is? Oh, he's the he's the kooky one who like has like i don't know like the composer mullet right yeah yeah that's right something like that <laughs> you know composer yeah, it, mullet. Was all, it was all the rage in the 1680s <laughs> um yeah so he accidentally invents a teleporting bathtub and the jokes are that he keeps teleporting to different places okay it's a fish out of water situation um yeah. it works because it's an it's a weird situation it's not like, oh, I have to get up to go to the airport in the morning. Oh, God, yeah, that went on forever. It's not a boring character. Ludwig von Drake has a ton of personality. Mm-hmm. And he's got even this sort of, like, melodious voice. Like, he's just more engaging. So, so let's uh, let's dissect this a little bit. Yeah. You uh, you have 
a joke that continues escalating. He's a fish out of water. He keeps time traveling or whatever. Let's put Mickey in there. <laughs> what, are we, what are we working with now? Uh, Mickey just wants to get home and end the madness. Oh, oh, this is very improper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta get back to the show. Nobody here is as polite as I am. Um, so he will teleport from place to place until he gets back home and then he'll just go to bed. So, so here's the thing. In that scenario, you have an escalating situation with no character to play off of. Yes. That's why a goofy cartoon kind of works, because you do have a character to play off of. It still goes on too long, but it is better. I'll grant you that, but, like, Goofy is, you know, he's a acolyte to the madness. (laughs) He is a student. (laughs) He is a student of chaos, right? So, like... (laughs) situations happening to him he's he's a d student he's a d student in chaos (laughs) oh man same shirt idea gorsh maybe i should switch my major (laughs) why why is goofy canadian (laughs) because it's the only voice hermione never looks my way eh? oh this again (laughs) um the the other example of a cartoon that worked is the way that they do it in the movies which is just to rip off the public domain yeah Um, i feel like i saw a couple of these so like they'll do midsummer night's dream and it's great because it's like oh mickey and minnie donald and daisy and oh they there's a love quadrangle goofy's a a forest nymph like there's a plot there you don't relying so much on the characters Mm -hmm. it works and disney knows how to adapt a public domain story that's their whole thing right yeah and that's their whole thing now that's what they you know, they might have relied on Mickey and Donald way back in the day, but they are they are in the movie business. <laughs> what? Ducks aren't in anymore? We, we gotta get a new gimmick. Well, they have, like, original TV programming, but it's not Mickey-based. No. Like, Mickey's yeah. a holdover. Like, he got grandfathered into Disney. He's he not good enough. Uh, he, yeah, it really feels, really feels like I'm doing him a favor by showing up at the House of Mouse. <laughs> you know? Oh, cover charge and cash bar? So, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Mickey. This is, this is garbage. You said I was going to be your guest. Yeah, we're all guests. Yeah. That cute little candelabra saying in it. Lumiere, yeah. is that his name? I think so. Yeah, I think I got that. This was, this was where I learned that fact. Thank you, House of Mouse, for teaching me Lumiere's name. The, uh... Because he's a candlestick, you know. So it's when you say that Mickey is grandfathered in, that puts him in a tier. That puts him on the shelf, you know? Honorary he, tier. He He's on the shelf where you age whiskey that you don't drink. <laughs> right. You age it so that you can appreciate how vintage it is. You price it out. No one can buy it. No one's allowed to buy it. If you buy it, that's the point of buying it is that you could. Look at what I have. Look at what I was able to procure. Um, this is... Let's contrast this with Tiny Toon Adventures one more time. Now, in Tiny Toon Adventures, the new blood is the focus. We've got Buster Bunny. We've got, you know, Dizzy Devil, not Tasmanian Devil. And all of the legacy characters, you know, Hampton, Hampton J. Pig. We've got... Uh, They're there. Daffy Duck. We have them as, like, Greek gods they're yeah. not the focus you don't touch yeah they Hands will come off. down and bestow you fire at the time of their choosing you don't mess with this <laughs> this is off limits 
But what you do is you riff on it with something that can have personality. I yeah. love Bugs Bunny. He is wonderful. But if I were to try to watch a Bugs Bunny cartoon that was just Bugs Bunny for the length of a show, I could not do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. It doesn't fit today's audience. I can yeah. do it with Buster Bunny. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because Buster Bunny, he's he's faster, he's quicker, he his references, they're not as timeless, mm-hmm. but they catch your eye. Now let's now let's look at Goofy Movie. You've got a holdover who is a main character, he, admittedly one of the better ones from House of Mouse, but you also mm-hmm. have a foil in his son who doesn't really want to follow in his father's footsteps. Holy shit! You now have our dissection of House of Mouse. Yeah, you have I conflict. want to respect this, but I don't want to become it. You have you have conflict, <laughs> you have interest, you want to respect the old guard, but like all your friends are telling you, ah, don't go to the house of mouse, man. And we're looking at it from a new angle. We don't know what Goofy is like as a parent. We have no idea. Yeah, that's uncharted territory for what should be an established character. House of Mouse, Mickey shows up, says, you're really going to love this cartoon. I'm like, I know. I, I, I remember you doing this 40 years ago. <laughs> it was bullshit. Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you telling me that? Yeah. No, that's great. Like, don't don't assume that your show is good enough just because you're Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like... Like, okay. it's so entitled. I know. <laughs> like, we, we don't... There was, like, very rare moments where Mickey and Minnie would interact, and I was kind of into those. Uh-huh. I don't know what Mickey is like as a boyfriend. I assume good, but I've never <laughs> seen it. Anyway, that, those are my two cents on House of Mouse. No, I think I think that's a very, I think that's a legit uh, criticism, and the fact that Goofy works well in Goofy movie because he's given that range, mm-hmm. and Mickey, I don't think really works anywhere anymore because. Anytime you try to give him more personality, he's going to offend somebody. Yeah, and Disney can't have that. Don't yeah, fingers out of my childhood's pants, you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I wish I had said that in a different way. <laughs> you know, it's it's on record now. The, the people that we could have been two hours back, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, we man. made the wrong choice. Uh, I did want to mention one thing about the framing device, which I think is actually pretty good. Sure, is that the thing that this show tries to do, which is cash in on love of Disney. It manages. Sure. When I'm looking at characters that I haven't seen a lot, you know, like uh, when I rarely look in on the characters that are not the focus, I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah. uh, I, I see King Triton and he is generating a wave inside of the house. I'm like, okay. I sure. Yeah, I remember the Little Mermaid. He was probably vaguely related. Yeah. It, um, he's, he's no foghorn leghorn, but, you know, he's got a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Zane, can that be our new standard for like <laughs> for like side character that All right, you're, like you're, lovable you're, side character? You're nothing. You got a beard, foghorn leghorn. Hey, he's no <laughs> he's no foghorn leghorn, but but like when Ursula, goes <laughs> I'm not a leave, racist, but <laughs> when Ursula goes to leave the house of Mouse and Max gets the car and it's a giant like tidal wave and mm-hmm. he's like surfs up to do that and we're like oh, okay. These two characters interacting in a way that is consistent with both of them, and now we don't have to look at them anymore? Sure. And it's novel. Sure, it's sure. a novel interaction. It's yeah, like exactly. when you combine Kirby powers. Sure, sure. Yeah. What? <laughs> Ninja stars that explode? I'm all in. 
Which is why I don't understand that they didn't get the voice actors or even imitators to like add more variety. Because a lot of times these characters that we get to see, we don't get to hear. Let's uh, let's list the voice actors if you don't mind. Um, so Mickey is um, voiced by Wayne Allwine, who's been doing it for thirty-two years, and is was married to Minnie. Yeah, Russie Taylor. Yeah. Um, and I went and looked, and he does appear in Kingdom Hearts as Mickey Mouse. Oh, so good. Good, good for him. <laughs> yeah, glad to see he can still find work after the House of Mouse closed down for past really, problems. Really slumming it with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, I'm better than this. Okay, thanks, Mickey. All right, now back to your mission. <laughs> your mission? <laughs> yeah, in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. He just shows up to <laughs> say how great he is. You made him sound like a space adventurer. <laughs> can't forget my mission. I can't. The galaxy depends on me. Let's see. Uh, I've got to stop the Emperor. Hoo-hoo! The, uh... Let's see. Uh, so we have Rusty Taylor as Minnie Mouse as well. Uh, I didn't see her anywhere else. Oh, she was She's just Martin... voices on The Simpsons. Yeah, she, did Mar- she does Martin Prince. So, Yay. you know, that's fine. Uh... Tony Anselmo is Donald Duck and uh, was also apparently an animator who worked on The Great Mouse Detective. Hey, good for him. That was a better movie. As well as Beauty of the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Like, he's... This guy's been... Stick stick to what you know. Yeah, he, he's been Although, I can't fault I can't fault his voicing of Donald Duck. It is faithful. <laughs> it is consistent. It's nothing I want to listen to, but it's... Oh, no way. He's... Young Simba in The Lion King? Sim- no, I think he's Zazu. Simba. He certainly might be. As ain't anyone can be Zazu. <laughs> Except for Frank Welker. Because um? it's beyond his pay grade. <laughs> really? I don't know. Uh, let's see. We also have Tress McNeil as... Um, uh, Daisy? As Daisy Duck, yeah. So Daisy she- Duck, I, of all the main cast, Daisy Duck, I actually liked... Really? She seems a little prima donna for you. She is. I think she's cute. I, I mean... Is, is that weird? We're starting with a duck, and then we get some feminine hips in there. What could go wrong? makeup? Yeah. <laughs> and don't you put makeup on a duck and tell... Oh, well, actually... <laughs> you know, there might be something to this. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> well, we got ourselves a Thursday. <laughs> Golly! <laughs> Thanks, bestiality lover Don Knotts. <laughs> this episode's gonna be so rough. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be like a clip show of our most unhinged moments. I was trying to like find anything to talk about in the show, so I'm looking online for reviews, and people are like, "Oh, I love the House of Mouse." No, you didn't. <laughs> You're absolutely wrong. Try again. Nostalgia blinders on. I saw one review that was just titled, "They tried so hard." <laughs> Oh, poor guys. Uh, there was also the uh, last person I want to uh, bring up is uh, Bill Farmer, who is has been goofy since 1987. And he has been on a great deal of stuff as well, um, including, uh, you know, he was in pretty much all of this. Uh, anywhere where Goofy or Pluto belongs, this is where he, he, yeah, he is yeah. there. Um, he's also was Tomcat from Tom and Jerry for a little while in early uh in, in 1999 to 2000. 
as well as Secret Squirrel from Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Oh, fantastic. So Bill Farmer's pretty cool. Um, voices I did not hear include Kim Possible, um, Lloyd from Lloyd in Space. Like, Disney things were happening at this time, and they included none of them. Uh, What's up with that? Interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder why. I mean, I guess if you're trying to... Like, the the mission statement classic... of this show is to milk old franchises for all they're worth. Maybe bringing new ones in would kind of yeah, alienate they, their they, message. They had, no, they had some characters from modern movies, like uh, Cusco shows up as a llama. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, and uh, I remember, uh, I guess Pepperan was a little bit before this, but I, I do remember that she was there for a second. So why not the... Like, why not the other Disney cartoons? I guess they, like, inhabit very different fictional spaces, but... Yeah, I like to think that this is... Like, maybe this is... You you could go a little bit farther with this and be like, this is kind of where the old breed spends their spends their nights and weekends. Like, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, the new kids are too young to drink, yes! Yeah, well, not too young to drink, but they just have hipper places to go to. This is kind of where mom and dad and... You know, this is where um, all the old jazz heroes unwind 20 years after their careers are over. And oh, yeah. Pe- you know. Pepper Ann's walking by and sees Max as the valley. He's like, oh, I thought he was cool. <laughs> yeah, Max is like, oh, shit. I hope she doesn't see me. Gorsh. I, I think that this, that's the cutest thing in Goofy movie, when he laughs like Goofy. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> Goofy movie, not bad. We gotta go back and watch that at some point. I'd be very interested. More Goofy? More movie? <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> it's got literally everything. <laughs> it's got everything I need for complete breakfast. Um, yeah, but like there is probably an ecology here where like if this is Toontown in like a fairy tale world esque sense, um, then it makes sense that the old breed would spend their nights kind of at a club and a nostalgia relive, club a nostalgia club whereas all the new cool people would probably go to raves and shit right yeah yeah so which which raises the issue of like mickey mouse is really old yeah he's no, got a he's, ton of work done yeah he he's he's he's, he's out every 30 lifted. minutes emptying the old colostomy bag Ugh. <laughs> yeah, from his wound in vietnam i'm gonna cut that out just for my own sake <laughs> If you actually oh, no, do cut that out, I want I want everyone to hear one more time how hard you groaned at it. <laughs> Donald Duck did go to fight in Vietnam. This is canonical. <laughs> I have forgotten about that. Zane, what if the clip show took uh, place in the, like in the jungle? Way better. <laughs> yeah, he meets up with Baloo and yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's all it's all right. Simba's out there doing his thing. Whatever that is. He's a lion, Ben. I guess eviscerating. He's the king. He's the king of the jungle, man. Caribbean ninja. Uh, Same, what, what else? What else, have? what else did this show lack? Um, you know, in addition to the characters in the in the actual cartoons being bad, the sitcom the the plots are just bad sitcom plots. Uh huh. You know, they they kind of reminded me of like everybody loves Raymond's plot lines. Yeah, stay in one place. You're, it's you know three walls yeah exactly um yeah and if you look at um 
you know, I'm picturing in my head a couple of the different episodes, and if you look at the ones where they actually use, like, original cartoons or earlier ones from, like, the 50s, the animation hasn't really changed that much. It's a little brighter, a little more simplistic. It's in your face. Yeah, Uh, it's it's ill-fitting. They haven't changed. They haven't adapted with the times. No. It's weird that, like, watching a Mickey Mouse cartoon that doesn't look choppy seems kind of off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it should be choppy. It's like, like that this gives is, it... it's that vintage issue. You know, if it's an artifact, we can judge it as an artifact. You know that episode of Everyone Loves Raymond where uh, where Raymond tries to get his dad uh, an MP3 player that'll play his old favorite jazz songs and he hates it. And then Robert <laughs> does the same thing, but gives it on the, like an old gramophone and he loves it. Yeah. It's sort of like that. Like there's something to be said for the presentation as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like even if it's like technically speaking, lower quality there's something to that entire atmosphere about it. Here's here's a framing device. Hmm. Mickey and his friends make make a blood pact. No, Mickey and his <laughs> friends slaughter him to JPEG. Have to go around the world and exhume these old film rolls of their old adventures that they had to bury for some reason. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm I'm providing too many details in my head. But they recover a canister, it's got an old cartoon, they watch it, and then they bond over the old times. Yeah, and then one of them's like, we gotta we gotta let the whole world see it. And then Goofy's like, they're not gonna respect us if we show them this. This is this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> they and, can't handle the truth. And, and 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 it's just like the end of Watchmen, where one of them kills the other one in order to cover up the truth so that the masses never know. Wouldn't that be a better show? There'd be more to talk about. That would be Let's a, leave it at that. <laughs> the framing device might not be better, but the clips themselves, I think, would be better if you were in that mindset. But like I said, when I watched it originally, it was always half paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I feel like it, when I was watching, like, Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons, I was pretty pretty much always full into it, though. Mm-hmm. But maybe that was just because of how young I was when I had seen them. Like maybe this, maybe a lot of this show's problem with us is just that we are too old to appreciate it on its terms, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to say considering how much is trying to milk the old nostalgia bone. Yeah, which bone is that? Huh? <laughs> the humorous. Ah, pretty good. Although you'll notice, and I'll point it out one more time. You didn't laugh. <laughs> nobody laughs. Not <laughs> even the laughs. audience. Polite clap. It's all polite clap. Like they're just happy to be part of the fame. Yeah. You know. Like this is this is the pun of shows. I was actually wondering if this show is the closest thing I've ever seen to a case study in pity laughter, like the psychological, <laughs> <laughs> like the psychological uh, affectation of pity laughter. Yeah, you laugh because you're trying to be comfortable and fit in. Exactly, you're, you're laughing so that they don't feel bad. Yeah, and the characters watching it aren't laughing. You know, because it's funny, if they're ever laughing at all, it's because, like, oh, I remember laughing at that. I remember the good times. <laughs> that, that that gets the old Pavlovian and, uh, and all riled up. Yeah. So this is an interesting case study in nostalgia. Yeah. It's it's strange how it doesn't work for us. Like, I, would, I have enough affection for these characters that it feels like it should. I, I guess it's just because they're not giving me either unfettered nostalgia which would be just the framing device the whole time or something truly new which was never represented sure like okay so let, let's also let, let's put one more uh connective tissue to something relatable let's go to super smash brothers yeah 
So that whole subspace emissary like single player mode kinda does a similar thing. We know these characters, we know how they interact, we know their personalities such as they are. Like, Mario, not that much more complex than Mickey. They're pretty much the same. Right. At least from a, like, narrative standpoint. One is the good guy. Yeah. Um, but you pair him up with Kirby, and now we kind of have, like... There's we, something going on. There's something going on. Like, one is a little bit more capable mentally than the other one, but they still <laughs> have, like, a joined purpose. They both need to get to the same spot. Then there, there's something to work with, right? And And they're different enough and engaging enough on their own that even if the plot's not going anywhere, they're interesting to watch. In in Disney, the characters aren't interesting on their own, and they're too similar to each other. I'm not convinced that the Disney characters all are all that much more uninteresting than the Super Smash Brothers characters. I mean, some I of them certainly. But let let's let's take a roster for a second. We got Pikachu. You've got Mario. You've got Bowser. I don't know what Wario is, but he probably belongs there as well. You got Yoshi. None of these characters truly have any personality i i disagree really like compared to mickey mouse like maybe i'm having a hard time separating out their games and their adventures and their like concepts like drilled down to their essential oils and because i can't do that for mickey right now i'm looking at mickey in this cartoon specifically Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i can do the one-to-one but if 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 i'm reading it the way that you're trying to put it i don't think that's necessarily true Let's assume that it is. Give me, okay. give me, give me some benefit of the doubt here. Let's sure. go with Mario and 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 Mickey. Yeah, they're close enough, right? It's it's the face. You can't push too many boundaries. But th- rehash they, as you will. But they are pushing boundaries. They're putting them in like this weird apocalypse scenario where they have to like bond with their like their worst enemies, and you're given enough time that isn't what we normally see him doing that I can kind of buy in. And it's the, the level of drama is so not what it already is that it just <laughs> that that contrast yeah. is really amusing in its own right. Okay. Well, you know, well, like all the sh- melodrama about Rob the Robot and shit like that. Like yeah. of course I'm not crying, but it's kind of or like Kirby zooming in and cutting the thing in half with like his super air ride machine. Like Yeah, I'm into it. I I see what you're doing and it isn't what's there, but the, sp- the, the presentation spectacle. of it is interesting. Yeah, the presentation. I I, I let's let's uh, bring the analogy one closer. A new Mario game. Left to right, running around, jumping on stuff, collecting coins. Okay is still more interesting than maybe not every but this iteration of mickey mouse's you know fun time playhouse it's it's not more interesting i I think that's the wrong adjective it's more approachable it's more digestible certainly (laughs) it's more engaging for me it's more engaging but that i mean there's also the problem there that you are necessarily participatory in that that's true and that does a lot so that, that that's not necessarily the same thing trying to think of other clip shows where they do this weird thing well it's weird because a lot of original shows don't have that repertoire to go back to sure yeah like they, they there's no vault to to delve um i imagine that a number of marvel shows like yeah mix and match take those from the old times right i guess if i was if i was really trying to reach i could go like agents of shield Okay, but that's not quite the same thing either. It, it's bad in a different way that I didn't care for, which was yes, they focused on new characters, but all of them were terrible. 
Um, most of them were terrible. So that's not really the same thing either. I'm, I'm not sure. There's probably a... There's probably not a perfect similarity that we can draw to some other established franchise. I think the best thing to do is Tiny Toon Adventures. Mm-hmm. It's like it, that's as close as we can get. And it's already obvious why that works so well, you know? Yeah. And and it's not that House of Mouse necessarily made any missteps. It's just that they didn't reach very high. No. And, and the parts that they succeeded at where... Uh, the, the parts they succeeded at where they were just kind of telling little in-universe jokes that if you understood the universe, you would get, those are kind of good. Like, if Donald Duck is trying to stall for time, and everyone's like, we want Mickey, bring big Mickey back, and then he's like, dresses up in a Steamboat Willie costume and tries to dance a little bit. <laughs> like, okay. Like, that's kind of clever, and I get what you're doing. And it's not new, but it's, it's self-referential in a satisfying way. Yeah. That you can't sustain for the entirety of a show. Yeah, you can only add two and two together so many times. Yeah, it's un- until it just—I don't know—you get you get negative numbers, right? I'm um, pretty sure. Mathematical analogy didn't work out very well there. It's uh, fine. Any any other points to this uh, animation or audio that we want to go into? Uh, I did say that the animation being new was kind of jarring, especially alongside the old audio. This is this is you know. 60s through 80s era audio kind of like sound effects type stuff oh like the way that they used it it's orchestral it's a lot of slapstick sounds and you know putting new fresher animation beside that makes it feel like one of the two is off but that is admittedly because i am used to those synthesizing you know Mm -hmm. old animation is disney sound effects i mean this this show didn't have a voice so they didn't feel the need to match up the different things they were taking from yeah i guess so um the music um i actually liked it was a little different it's not really orchestral it's uh, sort of like a late night house band like a vegas show yeah and that's kind of what they're going for so that's pretty good yeah that works yeah that's fine like any any times that they're kind of riffing on the idea of this being a vegas show it's pretty good or it's not pretty good it's it's watchable you know how it's like <laughs> um, Garfield and Friends. This is actually a lot like that, right? Where they usually had the regular episode, or actually, that was more like we yeah, had it was cartoons. Sure a little different, this... but the idea, yeah, yeah. yeah, the idea is the same. And the the ratio of good was also kind of the same. Like Garfield, I can handle. <laughs> U.S. Acres is pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything else to say about this. If this uh, is kind of a bummer to listen to, that's that's our bad. <laughs> I think we got off topic enough to make it fun. I hope so. <laughs> it, yeah. is o- it is ever my hope to be at least engaging, enough so that you can politely clap if not laugh. And if nothing else, you don't have to watch it again. It's true. This is one yeah. and done. Oh, God, it's, it feels... I'm free. Yeah. Well, we are. I am going to suggest that we come back for Goofy Movie, or at least Goof Troop at some point. I think that it will be way more digestible. I think that... Oh, what did you think of having Pete in this as, like, a major villain? I don't mind Pete. Like, he makes sense in this context. He's a little, like, okay, we get it. He's a businessman-level villain, and I like that. Yeah, we don't see that enough. Um, Yeah. And I couldn't think of any other, like, Disney villains that could fill this role No, you can't have Hades or Jafar or or, uh, Ursula, because those are all kind of megalomaniacal villains. Well, I like that they're just hanging out as guests along, you know, it's... It is like that Mario Party thing where even the villains are showing like, up. Like, Scrooge would also make sense in this context. 
Uh-huh. So, so like, you know, level-headed, grounded villainy works well here. <laughs> People just go up to Mickey like, Mickey, this is a terrible idea. We need to shut it down and cut our losses. Yeah. It's like Rent. <laughs> Except, no, it's about the same quality. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll sign. Have I gone on record before saying I hate Rent? Um, I wouldn't imagine that you would like it, given that it is probably not for you, and... Actually, I would think that you would enjoy it in some regard, given how theatrically inclined you are. I I, I certainly dislike it, but that's I'll, no surprise. <laughs> I'll wait until we have somebody on who really likes it for me to debate. I I don't want to get into it now. <laughs> you could bring Chrissy on. Does she like it? I have no idea who likes it. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting. I think that I met a lot of people who disliked Rent in um in a, the GSA that I was in in my undergrad, but they were the minority. Yeah 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 theater, theater kids as well yeah i mean representation will buy you a lot right mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying it was a bad story i'm just saying i didn't like any of the characters or any of the songs or the plot yeah and they <laughs> what else is left like like aggressively transparent villainy on one side is always is always gonna make me pretty skeptical of everything else going on <laughs> oh he has a steady job he's the villain yeah exactly <laughs> oh like, like, why do we have our... to pay our rent for our New York penthouse? Every time you do why that, do you I'm... think every time you do that, I'm always going to expect a Magneto every single time. <sighs> it is canon. Anyway, uh, I'm ugh. that's I'm my epitaph. Up. See, that's my See, ep- I can't even I can't even raise this level of anger toward House of Mouse because it's not trying. No, it, I mean, the, the anger stretches into apathy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So if you want to uh, give up on life, uh, the House of Mouse is here. Yeah. Uh, and what <laughs> what are we watching next time to, to save us from the doldrums? Well, unfortunately, we cannot watch Arthur yet. Um, we're going to put that off for a little bit, partially because uh, I'd like to get our older brother David on that because he likes it for different reasons. Um, partially because we are going to be visited by... Uh, three ghosts. By three ghosts. Scrooge is coming back. He's reprising his role. <laughs> Uh, no, we we are going to be visited by Zane. I forgot to load up his name. I don't have Gary Lane. It. We're going to be visited by Gary Lane of Zane. Saturday I... morning. <laughs> Saturday morning rewind. We're going to be visited by Gary Lane of Saturday morning rewind. Um, a pod friend of ours. Pod friend? Is that? I think that's correct. Yeah, he is our pod and friend. I'm really looking forward to talking to him and maybe even like asking him what he thinks about house of mouse because i think their podcast <laughs> Do you think that we will not have enough to talk about earthworm jim <laughs> i think by the way we're going to be watching earthworm jim with him yeah yeah i think it will be just because i think their podcast looks at nostalgia way differently than we do yeah we should have we should have come to them with house of mouse <laughs> like, they could have we... they could have made some order in this house oh could we have a formal debate Hey, there's an idea. Dang, you always <laughs> like doing the baits. What is what's with you, man? Did you I'm miss so... an opportunity to be on the debate club and you never got over it? It's two on two, Ben. It's perfect. I guess so. Anyway, I, I'd only count uh, myself yeah, so, as a half so there. Earthworm Jim. Um, what's that? We'll be watching Earthworm Jim. Yeah, I'm super excited. Required reading. Uh, the Tick. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Video games. Worms. Nonsense. <laughs> uh, Spaceman Spiff, perhaps. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Get that in there. Commander Keen. Anything in space. And in fact, everything in space, because after that... Lloyd in space? <laughs> no, I'm reading. staying out. I'm staying I away like from that Disney you call for a it while. Requ- Zing, can we add a new, can we add a new 
section for required reading for the next show. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll pencil it in. Um, we got a request from a listener. Um, and, Tell us that listener. Uh, that would be Ethan. Uh, not yours and not mine. No. <laughs> this, uh, is, uh, this is Ethan the third. The third. Ethan the third. <laughs> <laughs> um and it was uh really great to hear from somebody who we don't know yeah we we love when that happens guys <laughs> let us know um we'll watch it we're already watching shit like house of mouse give us some direction and he had a couple of recommendations and i picked one that i was curious about because i had not seen it and uh we might get a little space fatigue but i'm looking forward to watching bucky o'hare yeah bucky o'hare is is a curious blind spot in my Saturday morning 90s cartoons knowledge. Yeah, so required reading. Earthworm Jim. Yep. Lord uh, in space. Ra- rabbits. <laughs> yep, Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, so that's... Looking like some good stuff down the pipe. Yes. Yeah, so, so please join us on, we, we've uh, done our We've done our mandatory, here's a bad episode. Let's, yeah. Let's move forward. Yeah, we paid our royalties to Mickey... Hi, Overlord Mickey Mouse. Um, Don Mouse. And uh, so if you would like to contribute, if you'd like to go ahead and message us for other shows to watch or have something to say about either Bucky O'Hare or um, Earthworm Jim, go -hmm. ahead and hop on our Facebook page or go to cartoncast.com where you can suggest a show or give us commentary. Um, Give us a rating or review on iTunes. That really helps out. And more than anything else, just uh, tell your friends about the show. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So uh, until next time, boy, we Zane, we got a really great cartoon. So let's throw to that. Yeah, let's not worry about dismounting. Oh, gotta take a smoke break. Man, that would be an interesting. What if they, like, in the 128th episode spectacular of The Simpsons, where he like throws to a clip and then he goes out, <laughs> like Troy McClure throws to a clip and then goes out into the corner and starts starts smoking and like tries to wave the cameras away from him. So you want to see Mickey Mouse snorting some uh, cocaine in between oh, takes in the Zane. way that you know he is. Zane, come on. <laughs> there will be brawl. That's what it is. That's is what it, this needed to be. Is it really bad? <laughs> if, if they made this a like business-like the operation. Gritty reboot. <laughs> gritty reboot. Business operation. Mickey is a daddy Warbucks in his office kicking out his best friend Donald who's going to try to rise back to the top. He is. He's going to make a competing gang. This is great. And, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie are his three assassins. You want to survive this business, you need the approval of the mouse. Bring me his ears. <laughs> you can you can reverb that if you'd like. Donald doesn't have any ears. Oh, that's <laughs> no, why no, he's no. stealing them. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He no, needs them. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those murder idolatry situations. <laughs> he wants what he can't have. Exactly. Legitimacy. Yeah, and for sexual pleasure, of course. No, of course. I mean, come on. Starts with the ears. Everybody knows this. I'm gonna do a hard cut after you say sexual pleasure. <laughs> Wait, after? (laughs) Yeah, get everyone confused. Hey, man, you do you. (laughs) 